Hello there, I'm Christine James. And I'm Jocelyn DeWitt. And here's the thing, the God who created all the earth did not call you, set you apart, anoint you, and create you to live an ordinary life. He called you to live an extraordinary one. Now, Jocelyn and I, we don't have PhDs. We're, we don't have mega ministries. We're just two anointed ladies uh, oversharing about living devoted in the dailies. Welcome to the conversation. This is Devoted in the Daily. Hello, welcome to the Devoted in the what, Daily. What did you just almost <laughs> say? I had water in my mouth. Welcome to our Q&A series. Welcome, welcome. Here we go. Hi. We are this doing a fun. Q&A series this uh, as we have wrapped up, as we're wrapping up season one. Yep. And um, we're going to talk today. I've got a question from Jasmine. And she is wondering about obedience in times when the fire inside is smoldering and not blazing and there's a have sad you been face. there there's a sad face there i feel that yeah i feel that too yeah, definitely. <laughs> right definitely feel that when the fire looks like define that fire real quick so when the fire is smoldering and not blazing so when you're on fire for christ it's easy you just fire for god yeah, yeah. you're like you're grabbing a hold of all the things and you're you just want, I will say, I'll be bold, I will Right. Right. Sacrifice all the things. I will sacrifice all the things. Um, yeah, and we put ourselves into a lot of uncomfortability because the fire is just blazing us through and, and we're just excited about what God who he is and right. what he's doing in our lives and in the world. Yeah. Taking in the word, really, you know. Yeah. And when we're smoldering. When we're smoldering, we're not quite there. <laughs> Um, you're on a different side when you're smoldering and it's a, that's a hard place to be at, uh, the smoldering spot. And I think we all get there. It's kind of yes. a, another verbiage would be mountaintops and valleys. Maybe that's a good way to put it. That's a, right? yeah. when we're like on this mountaintop high experience with the Lord. And then there's those valleys where you're just down in the depths. Yes. And sometimes, I mean, you can be on fire in the depths, but be in it. Like yeah. in your, you know, your circumstances could be the pit. Yeah. Um, But you're on fire for the Lord's just carrying you through. But also, yes, you can be in the valley in a smoldering kind of sense. And sometimes you can have great circumstances on a mountain and you're smoldering because you're just like not even acknowledging. Yes. Right? You're yes. so comfortable mm-hmm. in your circumstances that it's, I remember... I remember going through that this season with my husband in that relationship where we were long distance for a year before we got married. Yeah. And it was so hard to be away from him and in love with him and waiting for him to come propose. Yeah. I was like clinging to the Lord and things were like so vivid and and lively in my spiritual walk and then when i got married after i got married yeah there was like this depression period because i don't know i was like content and everything was fine in that relationship and there wasn't that need Mm. and so it was just like i went i got depressed because the lord wasn't i didn't wasn't needing to lean on the lord nearly as much yeah Huh. That kind of went somewhere weird, but I mean, I've definitely experienced that in my in in my walk where you, you just I'm 
I'm dependent. Like I just know, I know what our walk's like and it's la di da da da. And when I first surrendered to the Lord six years ago, I was literally on fire. Like there was no, I was death to life. So my whole life had radically changed and I was, <laughs> there was no stopping me. There was just none. And now I would say not recently, but you know, you kind of hit that point where you're like, okay, I need some invigorating, like yeah. fresh breath to like blow on these coals. Yeah. <laughs> because I miss that, the simplicity. I miss the like invigoration. I miss the on fireness. I miss the, the burn, mm. you know, the flame. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's not, it's not a fun and it just kind of happens because we get used when to you it. When get and, smoldering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very depressing. And the devil likes to kind of come in there and plant, try to plant a lot of seeds. I don't like it. But in the midst of that, how do you, how do you stay obedient in the midst of it? It's hard to, with this verbiage, because I feel like, is this, are we talking about our passion for the Lord? Or are we talking about when we hear from him really loudly and we're like experiencing him a lot and when he's or when he's quiet or if we're just not in a place of desperation anymore yeah for the lord i think it could be any of those yeah i asked my mentor about it one time um one one of my mothers in christ i said i just i'm struggling with this and she said jocelyn the the best thing you can do right now today every day is to do know to do what you know you have to do that's it in the midst of anything yeah that's that's the bottom line you do what you know you have to do and you choose into the lord you spend time in your word even you don't feel on fire yeah you you read the word you get in the word and you obey you worship you lift your hands even if you're not on fire raising and shaking your hands it doesn't always have to be that way oh yeah right that's not well because relationships go through all different kinds of seasons right exactly exactly yeah every time you have a date with your husband it's not always gonna be this lively fun thing sometimes it's just you being together it just reminds me of that time that you were talking to me about that date that you had with your husband which one the one where you where you put your foot next to him on the like that's what this reminds me of yeah, we were, it was a lunch date. I went and met up with him for lunch when he was, yeah, on a lunch break. Did I say it was a lunch date? No. <laughs> Five <laughs> times. <laughs> okay, so we're there and we've been married for maybe 14, 15 years by that point. Yeah. And we're sitting there and um, I've got my foot up. He's, we're across from each other. I've got my foot up right next to him. His hand is resting on my leg and we're just kind of having this conversation. And then there's this other couple sitting over um, cattywampus from us and they are like newly, you can tell, like they are so enthralled with each other. They're like all over each other. So passionate. On fire in this circumstance. (laughs) And it was just... It was interesting to see because uh, I remember that. Like, I remember our that season in mm-hmm. our relationship where we could barely keep our hands off each other. And mm-hmm. we were, and there was this, um, like, excitement and nervousness and, like, 
I don't know. There was all the feels, you know? Yeah. And it was fun to remember, but then I'm, I'm, and I'm, you know, it, it's part of me was tempted to feel envious, Mm -hmm. but then realizing where we're at and to be able to be so comfortable with my husband that I've been with through thick, like we've been through so many things, through so many valleys and on some amazing mountaintops. And we've experienced so much together Mm -hmm. in our, in our relationship where I can have my foot resting right next to his hip and his hand rest on my shin just so. And there's this uh, safety. Mm -hmm. There's a safety in it and a comfort that I wouldn't give up for anything. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So it's when you, um, you know, develop that kind of intimacy. Yes. That you, the fire isn't necessarily necessary. The sign of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But you still are going to lunch dates. You're still choosing into those moments. Yeah. And when there's still plenty of passion. On places that aren't at the lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's these moments. Um, but yes. Right? Yes. And I think like that's just to me such an example of us, our relationship with Christ is sometimes we're not going to be crazy on fire all the time. And yes, we, we do want to be. But we go through seasons like he tells us you're going to go through seasons. And right now, like I'm in a season where he's like, you are you are a soldier. Yes. But like you are my child first. And that is a that's a different place to be at. I don't know how to not be like in a war Mm -hmm. stance and in like a soldier, Mm -hmm. like let's go fight all the battles and be on fire and, you know, slay things like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what it's like to come into a place of rest. And it feels very Mm -hmm. smoldering to me right now, Mm -hmm. but it's not. Yeah. It feels smoldering because I'm comparing it to another season. Mm. But in reality, I'm on fire for Christ in my heart because I'm dependent on him in a way that I've never been dependent on him before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he is doing something in me that like I don't understand or perceive because it's new and it will birth a very hot flame. Mm -hmm. It is getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And when he says go, I know he's going to blow on it and it will Mm. be seen for others. But for right now... He's keeping that smolder hot. That's cool. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing. I think maybe if we can, I don't I don't know if maybe the question is about how do we keep that desire there for the Lord? Um, oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe it's where you're feeling like you're not in love, where you're not wanting time with the Lord, mm-hmm. where you're not... Um, you know, that time in the word, you don't want it. Um, and I think that that's, then it's a discipline. It is. It's doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. It's a discipline thing. Yeah. Yep. And I do think that that is warfare as well. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, when you're feeling that it's, it's stepping out and doing what you know to be do what you need to do. To persevere. That's perseverance. Yeah, yeah. Discipline carries you in a in a perseverance kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And that is creating a character. With when you're, hope. Yeah. It, it does. Like, when you're in a place of a smoldering place and... um, Not desiring. Not, not desiring. 
when you were on fire, you can often be like, I just don't, eh. if it's not like that, then it's not the way it should be. Well, this is perseverance time. This is a time mm-hmm. to like persevere and choose into the Lord and show mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to love somebody where you don't feel like you're having this on fire love back, like that's mm-hmm. long suffering love. He shows us long suffering love. We are supposed to do it back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's relationship. So choose choosing discipline and perseverance in your walk and in your relationship with God is love. Super. It is. It's reciprocating love by it's choosing love. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh when it comes to being obedient in times when the fire inside is smoldering and not blazing, it comes down to discipline. Mm-hmm. Choose love. You know what I just thought about? Tell me. I was just thinking about how the, you know, the smoldering season is like what creates love. Hmm. That's where we kind of, we can fall back into love in that place, but we, that's where we have to choose into that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? How did we get in love in the first place? <laughs> By being, starting with an ember. Hmm. Yeah. So a spark of love. Yeah. Um, so perhaps even just whipping out journals mm-hmm. or things that you have have written, written Remem- remembering, remembering. And if you didn't write it down, write it down, <laughs> remember and write it down and relive it and talk to others, like get in community. That's oh, the we didn't even go. Community. We didn't even go into that. <laughs> That's a big one. When you feel smoldering, not being in yourself is, is like the key. You got to get around other people because other people go through, we've did a seasons episodes. Yeah. You need to go be around people that are in a different season than you, that they can inspire and encourage and Mm -hmm. invigorate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's important. And worship. Yes. Worship will stir that up. It'll stir it up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We want to get that fire going. Yeah. Turn some worship on and. I mean, dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watch a pastor who says that every single night she dances before bed. Oh, I love that. Right? I mean, I wouldn't. You wouldn't, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I am like climbing in bed ready. ready. Yeah, yeah. But like she just does. Like she talked. I've watched her testify about that many times. And I think that is the coolest thing. Yeah, but I there have been plenty of times where I am in it, like I'm feeling incredibly tired or like like I don't want to keep doing what I need to do for the day. And seriously, turning on the worship and dancing, moving my body mm-hmm. can invigorate like nothing else can. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. So yeah. what's a, what's the aim target for this one? A target for we're going to give you a target to um, move your body and do a little bit of worship worship to stir up any flames. What? You don't like that target? No, 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 I do. Okay. I'm thinking in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll wrap it up. (laughs) We'll I'll wrap it up in a, in a clearer way. How do I communicate our target to this week? We would like you to take aim and stir up any embers that you've got going on, fan the flame, 
put on some music and dance and do some worship. And ask him to fan the flame. Invite him in. Oh, yes. Because it's his breath that fans the flame. Mm, Good word. So. I wish you could have seen Jocelyn as I I was communicating the target. (laughs) (laughs) That was really distracting. (laughs) My face is probably moving in like 10 different directions. Her whole body was (laughs) affirming what I was saying. Yeah. Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad to have you. We'll talk to you next week. When you shop Trades of Hope, you're not just buying an accessory. You're creating jobs for women overcoming poverty. When a woman leaves poverty, she brings four more people with her. Studies show that where women have fair jobs, whole communities thrive. And you're keeping loved children out of orphanages. Most children in orphanages have loving, living relatives, but were given up due to lack of food and safe shelter. You're also educating girls who used to be overlooked. Educating girls lowers rates of poverty and child marriages. And you're preventing human trafficking while supporting survivors. People are less vulnerable to trafficking if they earn a living wage. Trades of Hope also helps survivors find healing and safe supportive jobs. You can support artisans all around the world and trade in truth by shopping at tradesofhope.com slash question mark equals Christine James. All links mentioned can be found on this episode's webpage.